Hey there, I just wanted to update you on something really quick before we get into the show. And I've actually gone back and inserted this little part after the show has gone live, retrospectively, rather than trying to re-record a whole section of the show. I thought that'd be easier. So in this episode, towards the end of the show, I make mention of a resource that subscribers to the Marketing Builder Patreon page can access to help them work through the topic of this show and the advice. Now, Patreon is a membership-based website where people can access bonus materials for usually, say, a, a small monthly fee. The thing is, I had wanted to test the Patreon platform for some time, and when I launched this podcast, I thought, well, why not put the resources on the Patreon page and just see the appetite for people to maybe pay a small amount and access those resources. It was never about the money. Heck, it's only four US dollars a month is where I set the price at to access the resources for each show. But now, after 18 episodes or so, it's just all too hard. Not many people have subscribed, and I kind of feel I know how the platform works, and it may one day be a valuable resource on a client project. At least it's there as an option for the right projects. But for now, I've shifted all the resources for each show to that episode's show notes, and you can go and access those resources for free. Just head along there, hit the download link, and you can access them for free. I've killed the Patreon page, and going forward, all show resources will be available for free. Cheers. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp, and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Yo, legends, pumped to have you joining me for episode 15 of Marketing Builder. I hope in these trying times you are still crushing it right now with your marketing. But if not, don't stress because in this episode, we're going to figure out how to determine where in your sales funnel you should be focusing. Look, everybody wants more sales, but simply focusing near the end of the buyer decision process is naive. That's because your current pipeline state provides some excellent and hard data around how your target audience moves from awareness through to being a customer. Now, no doubt you are already doing some marketing and that's providing you with some customers, but you would like more. That's fair and that's pretty normal with most businesses. Most people's initial reaction in wanting to increase their number of customers is just simply to add more people into the top of the funnel right at the start. Now, the challenge with this position is that you may not have the ability to manage more potential customers through each stage of the pipeline. For example, if you have a receptionist, could they cope well if the number of phone calls quadrupled or you had to respond to four times as many email inquiries? Maybe, maybe not. But assuming is not the way to market effectively. We need to make decisions based on data. That's because if you are weak at converting at a certain stage of the pipeline, then it might actually be easier, more efficient and, and cheaper and more effective to, to just simply become better at converting at that stage as opposed to simply adding more people in at the top and by sheer weight of numbers and, and maths, converting more as you move through each stage of the funnel. 
I spoke to a business once who wanted more customers. They explained their sales funnel to me and I noticed something straight away. I noticed that they had a really low conversion rate after a meeting and they'd sent a proposal. So that conversion. I asked them to explain to me how they follow people up after they send a proposal. And they just said, oh, well, we wait a bit and then we email them and I press them on it and I said, and then what? And then they said, well, if we don't hear from them, we call them. And I kept pressing and I said, and then what? And then they said, well, we, we either talk to them or, or we leave a message, they said. And I said, well, that's great. I said, and you've you've emailed once and, and you've rung and potentially left a message, then what? So two contacts, they just said nothing. They just assumed that the person isn't interested. Bang, right there is a huge problem that no amount of top of funnel activities would efficiently fix. No amount of... Google ads or social media or email campaigns would help them. Sure, volume and natural conversions would happen, assuming all things stayed the same, but it would cost unnecessary money and would just put more pressure on an already busy business and people. All they had to do was create a better follow-up process with the knowledge that, on average, it takes seven contact attempts to get an answer from somebody. Okay, so... To examine your own sales pipeline, the first step is to understand the steps in a typical pipeline. If you haven't already listened to episode five where I talk about it in detail, then you should absolutely do that first. But to recap those steps, they are one, awareness, two, research, three, evaluation, four, decision, five, purchase, and six, post-purchase evaluation. While those are the common steps, you can have as many steps as you want. You can label them however you want. It doesn't matter. For the purpose of analyzing your sales funnel, we just need to list the steps that a normal average customer would go through when they buy from you. Now, for each stage of your sales pipeline, you need to determine the average volume of people and what your average conversion rate is. To do that, you will need to select a suitable time period to analyze. So, for example, some businesses that may be per year if you don't have a lot of customers, while others it may be weekly, fortnightly or or monthly. This might be a bit hard to follow on a podcast, but let's try and and take a look at an example pipeline. I think you'll, you'll get the points To begin, the sample period I've chosen is monthly. So we're just looking at what would be a typical average month for a business. Now, as I talk about the numbers, remember, these are just the averages of what a normal month would look like. So yes, you will no doubt have fluctuating months. You might be really busy at Christmas or quiet at Christmas, but for the purpose of your planning, you should work with average numbers, particularly if we're really just starting to try and get better with our marketing. Looking at the first step, my pretend business has 2,500 people at the awareness stage and this business converts 20% of those at that stage. That then converts down into the second stage and that's the research stage where 20% of the previous stage becomes 500 people. So 2,500 becomes 500 people and we know that the business converts 60% of those at this stage. The third stage is the evaluation stage where 60% of the previous stage, the 500, becomes 300 people and the business converts 33% of those at this stage. The fourth stage, the decision stage, 33% of the previous stage becomes 100 people. So you can see we're getting smaller and smaller, 2,500, 500, 300, 100 people as they progress through the pipeline. At this stage, the decision stage where 33% of the previous stage becomes 100 people, the business only converts 20% of those at this stage. And the fifth stage, the purchase stage, where 20% of the previous stage becomes 20 people, 
the business converts 33% of those at that stage. So I don't want to overcomplicate the example on a podcast, so I won't look at the post-purchase evaluation stage. It's, you'll get the gist of this. However, what is happening in what I just described is that at each step of the sales process, it's getting smaller and smaller. It's a funnel, right? So we started out with 2,500 people being aware of us each month, and we whittled it down to 20 sales. Something you might be thinking is, how the hell do I measure awareness? It's a great question. I'm glad you asked, and I'll answer that for you after the break. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. Well, in an ideal world, we'd pay an expensive research company to do some market analysis. Most of us can't afford it, and it's probably not worth it. We don't actually need it. Instead, your biggest number to indicate awareness is to look at unique monthly visitors to your website. Your website analytics gives this to you very, very easily. Now, For each stage of your sales pipeline, you need to determine the average volume of people and what your average conversion rate is. For patrons of the show, you can download an easy-to-use spreadsheet template that does the conversion calculations for you. It's a great tool because it also helps you play with the numbers and percentages to see what you can change and how you can change it and how that will flow through to customers and affect what we're all looking for, new sales. In the template, there are tabs marked existing business, Existing business with churn, that's the one if you have a business that's subscription or membership based, like think about a gym, for example. And finally, the third one, new business planning, where you're starting from, you have no examples of what you've been doing for the last month or, or years. As I mentioned, feel free to adjust the labels for each stage of the pipeline to suit your situation. The principle is still the same, and that is to understand conversions at each step of your sales process or your sales funnel. So using the spreadsheet you downloaded, or maybe you just make one up yourself, that's fine, you can do that. Start filling in the numbers. If you are a new business or or yet to launch, you should simply estimate the numbers by reverse engineering from how many customers you want to target for that time period and work up in reverse. So work your funnel from the bottom to the top and making those assumptions rather than sampling numbers that we already have and working top down. Either way, at the end of the process, you'll have a complete picture of what your average pipeline looks like for whatever sample period you chose. With that, 
take a look and consider where in your pipeline you think you should focus for best results, just like the proposal follow-up example I gave earlier. Their focus shouldn't be at the top of the funnel or at the end. It should be in the middle because that's where their conversion rate really sucked. But a good consultant always says, it depends. So while you can, you don't have to select the stages that are particularly low in conversion percentage. You may wish to focus on stages where you know you could get some easy wins or conversely shy away from low converting stages because your business brain tells you that you just won't really be able to move the needle significantly at all that much at that stage. So the key here is to realize that any change in conversion percentage anywhere in that funnel or volume of numbers, so we can play with volume of numbers or percentages at any stage of the pipeline will flow through to the bottom and impact the bottom number of more customers. Finding the best place to focus on your pipeline will help you focus your overall marketing to start with because you can't focus on everything at once. It just becomes a mess. As I mentioned, for patrons of the show, head to the show notes for episode 15 at marketingbuilder.net and follow the link to the Patreon page and download the pipeline analysis spreadsheet. If you're not a patron of the show, then for just four US dollars per month, you can access all of the free resources such as worksheets, guides, and templates, plus access bonus patron only QA shows, access to the Marketing Builder Facebook group for discussion and advice. I'll add you to the Marketing Builder WhatsApp group where I share my random thoughts and encounters around marketing as I go on my travels. You'll get access to live shows streams and recordings and you'll get a shout out on the show to become a patron of the show just head to marketingbuilder.net click on the patron link that's a wrap for episode 15 i've been your host daniel oyston and it's been amazing having you listening to the show and i trust you got some value out of it some focus remember as always marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you remember we all want more sales but simply adding more people to the top of the funnel may be inefficient a waste of money a waste of your time it may put immense pressure on the business instead we want to find the spot or maybe two spots our efforts can best be focused so that we can get the maximum benefit out of any marketing that we're going to focus on it love this episode good make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher tune in or wherever it is you listen to your podcast i'd love to hear from you and just hear about your marketing maybe you crushing something maybe you're finding it tough at the moment maybe working from home is throwing everything in the air and you just need a little bit of a pep talk maybe you've got a question please i'd love to hear from you connect with me on linkedin just search for daniel oyston o-y-s-t-o-n or follow marketing builder on facebook twitter or instagram just search for marketing builder or the handle m-k-t-b-l-d until next time may your marketing be awesome and i look forward to you joining me on the next episode of marketing builder This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.